Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast. Today we are talking about nine things to stop doing to your spouse. Hey, we got the Supremes kind of getting us going here. Yes. Thought that might be good intro music. <laughs> Stop in the name of love. Yeah, we're we're talking about nine things you need to stop doing to your spouse or stop doing in your marriage that are unhealthy, maybe a little on the toxic side. They are definitely not helping your marriage in any form or fashion. Um, these are things that hurt your spouse. They hurt your marriage. And uh, you need to stop doing them if you're guilty of any of these. Yes, you do. And we are glad to be back. We took a little week off last week to go yeah. to the mountains. We had a little bit of time just to go visit trip. some family. And yes. so we we just took the week off. Thanks for your being patient with us. And we'll try to get back on a regular routine here for a few weeks of every Wednesday uploading a podcast. If you follow us on um, a site like Spotify or iTunes, something like that, if you uh, could leave us a review or Give us a thumbs up. Uh, that helps us get the message out about healthy marriages. There are a lot of new folks. I've had several messages this week from new people who have said, we have found your podcast and we are listening through all of them, which is crazy because there's a lot. There is a lot. And, yes. But thank you and welcome. We're glad you're here. <laughs> yes. Glad you're joining us and hanging out with us today. So let's kick in. First, let's say, hey, we're headed to Murfreesboro, yes, Tennessee. Yes, Tennessee this weekend. We're looking forward to that. It's going to be a big crowd. Big crowd, so that's always fun. Got a brand new workbook we're introducing to everyone there. We this are. Is... We used it at our at our getaway weekend, but this is the first time to use it uh, for just our normal workshop. Um, yeah. It's a little nicer yeah. book. It looks like a book, and, and the, the nice folks at the church there in Murfreesboro that are hosting said, we're going to cover everybody to have one of these. So Yes, they're awesome to cover all the expenses. Pretty good deal. We're looking forward to it. And if you're headed to that workshop, we're excited about seeing you all there this weekend. Absolutely. So nine things we're going to stop doing to our spouse. We're going to stop doing in our marriage. Uh, these are hard on your marriage. Kick us off, number one. Stop correcting your spouse in public. Why is that a big Ouch. deal? Um, I think that, you know, I mean, who, nobody wants to be corrected, for one, publicly or privately, but uh, it's embarrassing, um, you know, if your spouse is, is correcting you in public in front but of there, other people. But there may be a time in which a spouse needs to, you may go, hey, I disagree with that, mm -hmm. or I didn't like what you said, but I guess the point being is you don't have don't to do, do it, it in, in front of other mm -hmm. people in public. Wait until later to go, hey, there, I had an issue with that. And yes. Uh, that's kind of called respect, isn't it? It is respect. Uh, praise in public, correct in private. If you've got an issue with your spouse, correct in private. You protect your marriage. You protect your spouse. That's important. Uh, a lot of times I'm bad at this. Uh, people who love to talk. Uh, when you tell a story, I always want to jump in and fill in some details because I, <laughs> I want to embellish the story and make it really good. Yes. But if your spouse is telling a story... Let them tell the story. Yeah, let them tell the story. Yes. Stop interrupting to inject a missing part or correcting a mistake. No, it was a Thursday. It wasn't a Friday. It's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's demeaning. Don't do that. Instead, look for opportunities to, to honor your spouse or build them up. Uh, or even help them save face in public if they say something wrong or something, uh, you know, or uh, whatever it is. But but don't 
don't be shameful to your spouse and correct them in public. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, brag on them. Build them up. Uh, it's about respect. It's not about shame. We yeah. said all that. So, yeah. yes. Take <clears throat> it behind the doors, and that's where you want to correct your spouse if there's something that you have an issue with. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> uh, especially not in front of family, not in front of friends. Uh, that's just really, really important. Second thing, don't do this. Stop putting your marriage on autopilot. Sometimes we mm -hmm. call it back burner. Yes, or cruise control. Cruise control. Mm -hmm. Don't put it on autopilot, meaning don't just think it's going to run on its own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Too often, you know, marriage just becomes comfortable, like your old pair of, of bedroom slippers or house shoes. Uh, you know, it just becomes cozy and warm and it's always there. Um, it's about ex as exciting as a bowl of oatmal. Yeah, right? yeah. It's just houses or houses. Uh, <laughs> that sounds terrible. Marriages, marriages shouldn't be something you just get comfortable in. Uh, it's nice that you can be comfortable in your marriage, but don't get so comfortable in your marriage to where uh, you quit putting out effort. And that's the thing. We're we're all for loyalty. We're all for commitment. I'm going to be here till death do us part. But emotional and physical intimacy suffers. When we become too routine and we quit putting out that effort. Yes. And, every, and that's about, that's what we mean by being comfortable. Of course, you want to be comfortable with your spouse, but you don't want to be so comfortable that you're never putting any work into the, yeah. into the relationship. She, he should just love me because mm -hmm. he said I do. She should just love me because she wears my ring. Mm -hmm. um, we're married. I don't have to put, you know, kind of like the, the, we've talked about it before, the cable company mentality. Once you sign up for cable, they go from promising you to the world, promising you the world to all of a sudden going, what's the minimum I have to do to keep you around? Uh, you don't want to do that. That's right. You don't want to do the minimum you have to do in your marriage. Uh, make it all about uh, how can we better our marriage. Don't just go through the emotions. Through uh, the emotions? Through the, through through the emotions. emotions. Through I wasn't supposed to correct you, was I? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Uh, yeah, so take off the slippers and put on the work boots in your marriage. Go to work to make it better every single day. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when you get too comfortable in marriage, we say this all the time, we think the number one, people always go, what's, what's an, is affairs the number one thing that causes a divorce? No, it's laziness. Couples get lazy. They quit putting out effort. They quit dating. They quit, um, they quit spending time together. They quit taking the trips. They quit prioritizing their marriage. And all of a sudden, they get lazy, and everything stems from that. When you just, you quit trying to, my spouse likes, maybe my spouse likes affection and communication, and I quit trying to meet those needs. Maybe my spouse likes sexual fulfillment, uh, and that's big to them, or, or praise, and I just quit putting out the effort of doing those things. And we get on autopilot, and our marriage suffers. What's some signs of uh, maybe some marriages on autopilot? Um... I think that, uh, yeah, you just, did you say this? You take your spouse for granted. Uh, you have the attitude that they'll just always be there. Um, we put our partner way down the list in our priorities sometimes. You know, it's, it's jobs, kids, uh, hobbies, whatever. And it's just like, well, if, if we have time, we'll, we'll go on a date or, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You, you give and receive much less attention from your spouse than earlier in the stages of marriage. Uh, work on really putting forth your best foot in, in marriage. Maybe you can't remember the last time you had some good quality time together that you took a trip, spent an hour just hanging out and having some fun. 
uh, that may be something you need to do because autopilot is a deadly thing in marriage. Yeah, if you can't remember the last time you had quality time together, then it's time to to have some quality time. Yeah, if everything (laughs) just feels routine and there's no excitement, uh, no talk of future goals, no effort to try or delight or impress your spouse, because you should never stop trying to impress your spouse. You should never stop trying to fix up for your spouse. Um, and if that's just taking place in your marriage, you're, you're looking for trouble because, um, you know, you've moved from being soulmates to roommates, and that's an unhealthy thing. Exactly. Uh, so keep date not a priority. Flirt. Take a trip. Prioritize your marriage. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Number three, stop treating your spouse like a child. Yes. Yeah, um, quit quit parenting your spouse. I loved the uh, post we did on social media the other day. I think we did it on Twitter and Instagram. Not sure we put it on Facebook, but it said, and it was actually pointed toward the ladies, but this works for the guys too. It just said, strive to be his lover, not his mother. Yeah. And I thought that was really good. Yes. Um, you know, the, the correcting your spouse in public that we talked about, that could that could also fit in right here. Um, you know, children need correcting every once in a while. Um, but your spouse, you know, really probably doesn't. Yeah. Um, if you feel like your, your spouse is always doing something wrong, yeah. I, I mean, if you're just watching them, kind of like you watch your kids, what are they going to do next? What are they into? Mm-hmm. Um one of the things, one of the signs we read someone that, that said that uh, you may be treating your spouse like a child is if you buy all their clothes or dress them. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I disagree with that. Um, <laughs> I actually like it when you lay out my stuff and go, hey, wear this. Um, that, that works out pretty good for me. Yes, but you wouldn't want me to do it every, every day. day. Yeah, because you wouldn't probably pick out my favorite and black you, t-shirts. It's, that's right. And you wouldn't want me to buy all of your clothes because no. you do love your black t-shirts. Yeah, that's right. So. That's right. And I'm sure you ladies <laughs> listen to this have husbands who are like all they wear is the same t-shirt in different colors mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. yeah we're stuck yes. in our yeah you, you just make life simpler that way that's that's, that's okay maybe another sign that you're treating your spouse like a child is you make them a chore list or a to-do list um meaning you're you leave and you go here's some things i want you to get done today mm-hmm. and and while that's not a bad thing maybe your spouse has said something is there some things i can help you do but if you're every day making your child your your spouse a to-do list then maybe you're, you're parenting them mm-hmm. a little too much yeah that that should be more of a mutual thing like okay what are some things we need to get done around the house uh, make me a list of some things that you'd like to see you know, that gets done. Maybe you each make a list of some things you'd like to see done uh, and then split the list. Uh, but, but yeah, it, that's not a good idea to just make a list and say, this is what I want you to do while I'm gone. Yeah, yeah, that may be a sign you're doing a little bit of parenting. Uh, yes. Um, if you are always keeping track of their spending, that's that's kind of a maybe a sign that you're Parenting, parenting a, little a little much. There ought to be a. It ought to be a mutual spending. Should be. We need to just do a podcast on money and spending, yeah. but uh, spending should be a mutual thing to where you have some rules set ahead of time. Meaning, I I might buy a twenty dollar something that I need, but I would not buy a hundred dollar something without first talking to you mm-hmm. uh, to go. Hey, is this in the budget? Can I afford this? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's kind of a, a agree on amount of of what is it that we can spend? Some mutual trust. 
but it's uh, you just want to be careful that you're not always keeping your thumb on everything they buy. Did you did you get why did you buy this today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it it really is best to you know have a budget, kind of a, have, have your budget written out and just kind of know okay this is how much we've got for fun money. Um, split that up. Yeah. Uh, and and just know ahead of time this is just this is your money that you can do whatever you want to with. Uh, but but you need to have a budget. That's yep. that is important. That is probably something we should do an episode on here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and if you're giving them an allowance, you know, I mean, the, now now I just got through saying, you know, have a set amount where you can just have fun money. But if you're just not talking about it and not agreeing on that amount, and you say okay, here's your $20 for the week or whatever. Don't no, spend it all um, in one place. Right, and you're just saying this is all you know. This is all you can have. Uh, yeah, I, I, there needs to be a little bit more of a mutual um, agreement on that instead yeah. of just one of you ruling the finances with an iron fist. It, yeah. should be, it should be mutual. Very well said, very well said. Stop treating your spouse like a child. Uh, number four of nine is stop thinking your spouse should know what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, and this is a very common thing. Uh, we've talked about this before. We yes. won't go into a lot of details, but men aren't really very good at reading minds, even picking up on hints. Uh, men are not good on being intuitive. Uh, women are. Women connect really well to know, hey, there was something wrong, right? Men don't have a clue a lot of times. And, and if you need something from your spouse, the best thing you can do is to tell them. And, and I understand because we get messages all the time from couples that go, how do I tell my spouse without hurting, hurting their feelings? Well, sometimes you just have to tell them. And you're not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. But if you don't ever talk to them and open up to them about what's on your heart and what you need nothing's ever going to change. That's right. You can't drop hints. You can't beat around the bush. You can't just hope they're going to figure it out. You have got to tell them, stop thinking that your spouse should know what you need all the times. And right. and you say this all the time. You're married to a guy um, who is just like this. It's unfortunate. We hate to say it, but ladies, uh, if you tell your husband, sometimes you may have to tell him more than once. Mm-hmm. That's just, unfortunately... God kind of created us like that. Yes. You know, we're not always good at just picking up. I even have told Lee before, she's told me something, and I'll say, I'm probably going to need you to tell me that two or three more times before it clicks. Yeah, sometimes Um, they just have short attention spans. And it's not always men. There are women that are probably, you know, terrible with hints and have short attention spans and all of that as well. And, um, I mean, it works both ways. We... you. Problems arise from unmet expectations. And so the more you talk about what you expect, what you need, and just communicate that very clearly, the less problems you're going to have. It's true. So, And that's worked for us recently. I mentioned to you something that I needed, and, mm-hmm. and it happened. Instead of just kind of wondering yes. if it was going to happen. Yes. So it works well. It does work well. Yep. Uh, number five, stop pretending like everything is fine. Yes, if your spouse has asked for something to be fixed in the marriage uh, or to be worked on, uh, don't don't ignore it or pretend like they're making a big deal out of it. You know, if they've asked you, um, can we read a marriage book together? Can we go to a workshop together? Can we 
go to counseling. I really feel like we have an issue that we really need to go to counseling about. Whatever it is, it may be big or small. Don't just, you know, psh, don't just brush them off and say, oh, you're making too big a deal out of that. It's going to work itself out. Things generally don't Mm-mm. work themselves out. Yeah, you, you can't just pretend like everything is always fine. Um, do you need to spend every moment of your day together working on issues you're having? No. Uh, when you go on dates and things like that, spend some time just having some fun. But make sure you are finding time to also work on some issues. Don't pretend like everything is fine. Um, I know because we've talked about this before, we talk about it in our workshops, uh, men are kind of the worst in the world about this. And, and I'm going to say this because I'm a man. And that just means we're, we're the ones that always wait until the problem gets really, really bad before we go, okay, I need to fix this. And, and if we would start working on it upstream before we get to the waterfall where our little marriage boat's about to go over, it would, uh, it would really benefit our marriage and be a whole lot less struggles. And, and we, we run into men all the time. It's not always this way, but a lot of men who, who contact us and go, I can't get my wife to work on our marriage problems. She's just kind of checked out. And come to find out, she has been saying for years, we have some issues we want to deal with. And he has been saying, hey, you're making a big deal out of this. And he's been ignoring it. And he's waited until she said, I'm done to say, oh, I really want to work on this now. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Mm-hmm. Don't be that person. Yeah, just step up and get to work. If they feel like there's something that needs to be addressed, then there probably is something that needs to be addressed. Yeah. Okay, this next one's fun. I like this one. Stop purposely getting under your spouse's skin. Oh, why is that so funny? Because <laughs> sometimes we as people, as men, like to annoy our spouse. Mm-hmm. I think I think extroverts like to annoy introverts. To pick, yeah. And I think if you're a wife and you're an extrovert, you probably like to pick on your introvert husband mm-hmm. as well. Maybe just, it's kind of fun to get under their skin, but that's not really good for your marriage. It's okay to pick, mm-hmm. but don't, don't purposely do things you know that's going to annoy your spouse. Yes. Yeah. And and we're talking about, you know, we we're, we're talking about little things that are just annoying uh habits that you get into doing. You know, maybe you um I don't know, wad up your trash and leave it sitting on the table next to you instead of throwing it in in the trash can and and it you know it just piles up and piles up and piles up next to your maybe chair maybe you squeeze the toothpaste tube yeah. in the middle instead, instead of at the bottom yes. and it drives your spouse nuts well yes. learn to squeeze the toothpaste tube correctly for them That's or right. by your own mm-hmm. okay maybe you never put the toilet paper roll on you just set it up there well, and wait for somebody else to do it i have learned it. in marriage with you yes. that there is a certain way toilet there paper goes on there is a certain way there I did not know this. I did not know way. when I got married that toilet paper went on over, over the, the top. The yeah. toilet paper patent, people, I'm telling you the truth. When they came out with the roll of toilet paper, the patent for it showed it coming over the top. <laughs> yeah, we had we had issues with this for the first part of our marriage because there sense. were there were times that I might just set the toilet paper out mm-hmm. in an empty row and I'm just going to set it out because mm-hmm. to me if I show up and toilet paper is there, I'm happy. Yes. That's all that matters to you. It's got to be on the right direction. And, and then if I put it on backwards, you would correct it and you would go, why are you always putting this on backwards? And I said, is there a, I didn't, didn't know there know. was a right way to put on you toilet just, paper. You just thought you were doing a good job getting it Man, I felt good just getting it there. <laughs> just putting it on the roll. That's yes. right. And so yes. I have learned in 32 years of 33 years oh, of yes. marriage. We just had our 33rd anniversary yes. last week. Yes, uh, we did. I have learned in 33 years of marriage 
how to put toilet paper on correctly, That's and right. I put it on the right way because I'm not purposely going to try to get under your skin. Yes, now the, and, and I know there are people out there that feel like, as just as strongly as I do, that it goes over the top, that they feel like it goes coming out the bottom, but I don't want to have to search for it. And you have to search for it when it's, when it's put on that way. I mean, you have to, like, roll it around until it starts coming out. I never out. thought about these things. No, it's terrible. I don't think just, about these things. Just put it on over what, the top. What are some other things that, that we've read that couples do? Oh, goodness. Um, so, chewing ice. Um, that's a big one for some people. That's real annoying. Um, looking the knife at the dinner table. Probably, I'm saying um a lot. Probably saying um a lot is annoying if you use a certain phrase or a word over and over a little too much. Uh, what else? Um, there there <laughs> was, uh, it, you said crunching ice. Yes. Did any of those. If yes. you're doing those, stop it. Yes. There was one that was really gross. What was yes. it? Yes, yes. Uh, spitting tobacco in the shower floor was one that we read that was yeah. annoying yes that you, would be pretty annoying yeah, would. i will have if, to admit if you ladies listening to this are doing that y'all stop yes gross. ladies stop spitting to yeah. the right <laughs> hey there might be some might do some, it some don't, dipping don't, ladies don't out name, there don't name don't name any states where that might be taking place not, you're gonna offend people i'm not naming states yeah. but, but stop texas purposely, would probably be yeah, one of stop them stop purposely getting under your spouse's skin okay yes. stop doing that let's get these other three knocked out and close okay out. so number seven stop being critical of your spouse to others and that means that's not in public where i'm, right. I'm correcting you that's me talking to my buddies and mm -hmm. saying my wife's driving me nuts mm -hmm. or or you, me talking to my girlfriends about whatever you're doing that i don't like yeah. um don't don't be don't do that don't do that yeah now, i mean if you have just something that's just really bothering you you might feel like you really just need a friend to listen to you mm -hmm. but if if it's habitual and you're just telling anybody that's going to listen to you <laughs> then what's going to happen is you're going to wonder why your family doesn't like your spouse yes because all they hear from you is what you don't like about your spouse and you're going to have to be cautious about that absolutely do the opposite go around saying nice things behind your spouse's back yes Yes. Okay. Stop and being critical to your spouse. Yes. Stop being critical. Stop making your spouse the butt of your jokes. Yeah. Don't don't make don't make fun of your spouse and then laugh it off mm -hmm. like it was funny. Mm -hmm. Whether it's their haircut, their clothes, their cooking, whatever it is, um, their job. Don't don't make fun of your spouse and then laugh or make them the butt of your jokes. That's not right. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Yes. Don't do that. Lastly. Last one. Stop checking out people who aren't your spouse. I think that's a good one to put on here. It to is. Add on here. It is. Meaning, uh, be faithful in your actions and in your eyes and in your heart. Mm -hmm. uh, stop checking out people you're not married to. Um, don't have a Pinterest board called Eye Candy. Um, don't pass. You know. Don't. Don't follow. Don't work out ladies yes. just for the purpose of checking them out yes don't Be let cautious. your eyes follow somebody that walks past your table um yeah just unless they're like carrying food <laughs> right is that our food is that our tacos yes <laughs> something like yes. that so those those are some things we need to stop doing in marriage we just thought it'd be kind of fun to do this today nine things to stop in your marriage and if you're doing these things then stop that and uh 
maybe this is something you need to listen to with your spouse. That might be a good thing to do. But uh, we're glad you've joined us today. We're always glad when you come hang out with us and spend a little time. Got anything else you want to add? Don't. Uh, yeah, we'll just we'll see you here next week. We got this knocked out. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for joining us.